Hello, 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 everybody. How y'all doing today? I'm Brad. That's Mike. We're Dallas Geek. And we're back from, uh, what, month and a half-ish hiatus, Mike? What, uh, what, what's it been? I know it's been a minute. It's definitely been a minute, Brad. Um, <laughs> can we just say... A, I guess, what's the word that I'm looking for? Because we can't say certain words because we don't want to get flagged. Unless we're okay to say them on this. Well, this is audio only, so we don't have to worry about the uh, the YouTube or Facebook censors. So, okay, fair. Um, a COVID length lockdown hiatus. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so for those of you uh, who don't pay attention to the passing remarks that come up on our show, uh, I had a kid recently, uh, number two, and. As you can probably assume, uh, that tends to take a little bit of time and um, energy and uh, sleep. So, <laughs> although, although people would argue that if it's the second time, you should know what you're doing this time. Oh, that's the thing. I know exactly what I'm doing. That doesn't mean <laughs> that the uh, loss of sleep affects me any less. So, <laughs> oh, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah. So uh, we're back. Uh, so sorry for being gone, but we are definitely back, going to be having fun, and uh, ta-da. So, Mike, uh, this Yo. week's topic was uh, one very close to both of our hearts, but yours especially right now. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, Brad, we are talking about the cancellation of beautiful, amazing, stunning TV shows. Um that, you know, I guess for for lack of a better term, got fucked over and should have never been canceled in the first place? Yes. So, <laughs> there are a lot of different ways that studio fuckery have killed perfectly fantastic That was the term, shows. fuckery. That's right. Yeah. That's the term you were using. That's right. Thank you. In fact, studio fuckery has seen the end of so so many great shows but especially great shows within the uh animated realm and the family entertainment realm uh especially if you were looking at shows from the 90s and early 2000s uh it hit some of the best ones uh, out there and now you have certain networks like disney and nickelodeon that that is literally their business model uh because apparently trying to go in and lobby for uh, extended copyright protections uh, that go so far beyond anything that can be considered reasonable uh, isn't enough. You, you have to still go in and fuck over the creators of great shows, the uh, actors and directors and everybody from being able to get their decent cut of royalties on top of uh, having other creators not have a chance at taking their uh, shot with one of your properties uh, in, you know, 50, 60, now what is it, over 100 plus years, I think. So, you know, joy. Yeah, that sounds right. 100 plus but, has to be for some of these, right? Yeah. No, Disney has uh, absolutely fucked up the 
whole concept of copyright and that is something that we could talk about forever and we probably will at some point but for now we're going to go ahead and focus explicitly on the issue of syndication and how networks like disney and nickelodeon have made it their goal and business model to cut off shows before they can achieve off-network syndication which is a very important you know, point not, not that we don't understand the business model oh, you know yeah. especially the business model set forth by the mouse because we don't have lawyers to fight the mouse. Yeah. So it is important to uh, point out there's there are two main types of syndication. There's on-network and off-network. On-network syndication doesn't really have any hard and fast uh, numbers that you have to meet. That's more of a studio's decision to show reruns of their own shows on their own channels, which is... That last part's very important because on-network syndication does not have to mean just the channel that the show originated on. It counts for any and all channels that that studio owns. So if you're Nickelodeon, right. it's a bit limited. If you are, say, Disney, any channel that Disney owns, including Disney Plus now counts as on-network syndication although streaming has yep. its own issues with uh streaming rights which do kind of give some additional royalties to the original creators but right. off-network syndication that's the one that will allow non-network or studio-owned networks to pick up licensing to show these tv shows that is why you can see shows like uh most every Star Trek, uh, or I Love Lucy, yep. or Frasier, or uh, basically any of the classic sitcoms uh, that were from the 80s or 90s be able to be shown on just about any network out there all around the world that can afford the licensing rights. But you're not going to see well, I, something like, say, Hannah Montana on a network that's not owned by Disney. Nope. Well, I do find it kind of ironic that Nickelodeon in the mid to late 90s had their entire Nick at Night line based off <laughs> of old sitcoms and shows that were in syndication, um, but were pulling the plug on their own shows to not go into hmm. syndicate. You know, yeah. I'm just going to go over here. I'm just going to yeah. go over here. Well, I mean, once again, going back to the <clears throat> whole bullshit of copyright, uh, <laughs> you have Disney's <laughs> entire animated legacy is based on materials that they took from the public domain, they put their own little twist on, Disney-fied it, and now that entire concept is copyrighted under them. And while technically, technically... You can still go in and try to make your own variation of one of the classic uh, folk tales that became a Disney movie. Uh, and it's not technically copyright infringement on Disney. 
it's really hard to get traction if it's not the Disneyfied version of those tales, which is not really loyal to the original darker tones of most of them. And if you do try to go for the happier, cheerier versions, that's close enough to copyright infringement that Disney has a, a lawsuit on their hands against you. So it becomes but, a very but Disney would never space. do anything like that. No, yeah, Disney would really? never Disney? do anything like that. Lawsuit happy? Never. Never. <laughs> Not overly yeah. protective of their quote-unquote own properties. By the way, I just realized that it's a little bit ironic that we're talking about this as I'm wearing a Powerline t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But anyway, as we get ready to dive deep into this whole issue, um, we will go ahead and do our usual... Uh, shtick of plugging the rest of our stuff just in case you weren't already aware if you want to be able to check out more of our content you can always go check out our videos of our interviews and live sh uh, shows over on Facebook and YouTube uh, you can check out our audio of our interviews live shows and audio uh, the audio exclusive podcasts uh here on forget how to do apple, this did you eh, <laughs> apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, and stitcher and of course uh you can always make sure to check out all of our social media uh twitter instagram facebook uh do we have any others I think that's it. Yeah, uh, for any other updates of what we're doing, where we're going to be doing it, and maybe you can come see us live. So, Do we have news on that, Brad, or are you just saying that for the sake of saying that? Saying that for the sake of saying it for now. We are working on a few ah. things, uh, and hopefully we're going to be able to uh, announce some more live appearances very soon. Uh, but until then... Keep looking. So, with that, what guys, we're going to go ahead and dive into the side of studio fuckery that is the problematic space of TV show syndication and probably yep. come back to talk about all the rest of the ways that studio fuckery can be an issue uh, in other episodes. So, yep. Mike... Brad. Which has which show has been the most soul-crushing anti-syndication cancellation for you? I think you know, Brad. I think you know. I think you know how much I loved this show uh, as a kid and how much I loved it when they brought it back. Um, but for those of you that don't know, uh, Disney brought back DuckTales about... Uh, probably about four or five years ago now, give or take. Um, and it was incredible. Like, overarching stories, like entire story arcs that ran for seasons on end. And the reason I say was is because they just recently wrapped up the third and final season uh, with a nice 75-episode run over three seasons, or as we will... I guess, learn to refer to it is um, being eaten by the syndication monster, essentially. Yeah. Uh, it was one of their highest rated shows uh, in their current lineup. Um, they even 
I don't want to say buried it on Disney XD, but they moved it over to Disney XD. Um, well, actually, probably opposite of bury it because they actually put it on Disney XD to try to boost Disney XD's overall ratings. Um, it was a show that was critically acclaimed and just about what? Probably back during the pandemic, it was announced that this would be the final season. Yeah. Uh, which uh, COVID did grind to a halt production on season three quite a bit. Um, they had, I think if I remember right, had gotten the first half of season three done before COVID hit. Um, so it took them about a year plus to finish the second half of season three. But before they came back, they basically announced that it was done and no reason was really given. So, you know, so just uh, for anybody that isn't as familiar with what the standard for qualification for off-network uh, syndication is, um, off-network syndication uh, traditionally requires uh, about four seasons and between mm -hmm. 88 and 100 episodes, depending on your right. syndication deal. It is possible to get syndication with about 65 episodes, but... Those are very specific deals, and they don't happen as often. And usually no, they only not. happen for very special shows. Yeah, so. like like Brad said. the And with a company like Disney, too, Disney was notorious for, and we're going to get into this a little bit more, but, well, not a little bit more. We're going to get into mm. it a lot bit more. Um, Disney is notorious for pulling the plug on shows before they hit syndication because of how protective of their properties they are. Um, uh, yeah. Which I find I kind it. of ironic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be not get sued by Disney safe here, okay? <laughs> which you is want a that, very fine you want line. That, <laughs> do you want that fucking mouse kicking your door down in the middle of the night? Because I don't. Yeah. The, the only th uh, the only line finer than trying not to get sued by Disney is the line to not get demonetized by YouTube. Uh, right. There there are very few options out there that are uh, that require a finer treading of words than uh, trying not to get sued by the mouse. Right. Uh. So yeah, but. Um, 2017 was the original air date for DuckTales, I guess, 2.0? Yes. Yeah, we'll call it 2.0. Um, because we're going to talk about the original as well. And so that DuckTales 2.0 originally... The original actually made that, syndication. That's, the original what, that's exactly what I was just with. The original made syndication. Seasons, yep. 100 episodes plus a movie. Yep. Which means not only did yep. the, uh, the original creators get syndication rights... Uh, and royalties, they also got movie royalties, which, if you got both, that meant that Disney really liked you, because they, they, they don't give up that kind of extra profit easily. Yeah. Uh, well, like, and to give you an idea as well, like, it, it, it's kind of funny that a show hit syndication back in the 80s, you rebooted about what 30 yeah like 25 30 years later and it only lasts 69 episodes and 
no reason given for why. Yeah. Well, and while while it has been more of an understood, not necessarily explicitly stated policy for uh, channels like Disney and Nickelodeon uh, to do this kind of thing, um, there have been times uh, during interviews with certain prominent stars for these shows or producers to kind of break their silence on the issue. Uh, Will Friedle is one of the most uh, prominent names uh, who has been very upfront about the policy. Um, yeah. Because obviously Boy Meets World, it got syndication rights. It it, it made it. It was fantastic. It, it gets the opportunity to be replayed uh, plenty. But the follow-up series, Girl Meets World... Uh, that was canceled mm -hmm. after three seasons, 72 episodes, and it yep. was explicitly understood behind the scenes that it didn't matter how popular they were, and in fact, they went out at the top of their ratings, um, yep. they were not going to get more than three seasons because they did not want the show to hit syndication. Disney yeah, and, obviously I mean, is going to keep playing it on their channels plenty, but yep. that's that's not the same uh, for you know the royalty checks uh, that are going to be coming to the actors or the producers. Well, and what's funny too is is that like you don't see it so much on Disney Channel now. Like they they kind of have put it in the vault or back on the back burner a little bit, which is really funny because it was a bit of a ratings monster for them. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It, any, <laughs> it is fairly well understood that the shows that they're going to bring in for on network syndication, that they intentionally canceled for off network syndication. If they're going to bring it back for on network, they don't do it immediately. They always wait right. just long enough for the nostalgia factor to kick in, and then they'll usually toss it onto one of their secondary channels like Disney XD or right. uh, now Disney Plus. You know, something that is not going to be the Disney Channel proper or ABC, where uh, view viewership is going to be a little bit lower, which means the residual checks and the royalty checks to everybody are going to be lower because of that lower viewer yeah. count. And that's where the issue comes in. They they know what they're doing. They're willing to give it to people, but they don't want to do it in a way that is going to cut into their profit margins. Right. Well, and then also, Boy Meets World is kind of one of the, or Girl Meets World, I should say, is one of the, the kind of rare instances where some of those people are collecting royalties on both. Yeah. No, and, and that's that that gets really tricky because I mean, yes, Disney is coming in and they are very explicitly milking their older properties for everything they're worth, whether that's making live action uh, versions of animated properties, whether that's making reboots or sequel series to classic uh, live action series from the Disney Channel. Um, it 
it's really they, they're very smart about how they do it because they they know how to go in and get it just enough to keep people coming back and if they play to that nostalgia factor for the fans of theirs that are just at that point having kids and so then they come and see that nostalgia factor and bring their kids into it just long enough to pique their interest and then cut before syndication they keep the cycle going and disney's the one that mm -hmm. wins bigger than anybody else uh i mean yep hell look at lizzie mcguire it is one that their uh reboot got canceled uh for un yep. uh unspoken reasons uh, but that was two seasons, 65 episodes, even Hannah Montana, uh, while it, you know, they got a movie out of the deal that only hit yeah. four seasons and 98 episodes, which means while it and I mean, could technically con be considered for off network syndication, uh, more than likely it was, it was one of those shows that was going to be requiring that 100-episode mark for full off-network syndication. So now, uh, everybody involved in that show, if they're not getting off-network syndication uh, royalties from that, they're only going to be getting merchandising royalties, probably. Uh, on-network right. royalties, probably. And then movie royalties, definitely. But it that extra off-network syndication uh, check would have been very significant considering everything else piling on top of it. Well, and then, like, here's the thing with those two specifically, too, is, like, those were generation, like, defining shows. Like, but, those were, like, those were cornerstone... Those were cornerstones for the Disney Channel for, like, two completely separate generations. Oh, sure. But you can see... And, like... You can see the line where and they still, uh, that oh, can yeah. almost be seen as a punishment to the star. Like yeah. Miley Cyrus, right. well, you could easily see that that 98 episode instead of 100 episode could be a potential punishment for Miley Cyrus when you look over at her you know, in-house Disney competition, Selena Gomez and Wizards of Waverly Place made four seasons, 106 episodes, and a movie. Yep, yep. Selena Gomez towed but, the line. Miley Cyrus did not. But I think Miley's going to be okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not worried about the Cyruses <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> but it, it, it's a very um, specific point. Like, even That's So Raven, it got right at mm -hmm. four seasons, 100 episodes, and then got uh, cut off. So, and, the, well, and then if you remember, then, it, it was great, but, you know, it got a spinoff series for a little bit and now it has a sequel series which i don't know if that's still happening right now or not but i'm not sure but if you if you remember yeah. with something like that so raven that originally wasn't going to get its fourth season no and that was actually the show that actually made it past the 65 episode mark that was the first one yeah, um, they, they, they had a lot point, of fan backlash. And which, by the way, I will say fan yes. backlash matters. Just it most only certainly to a does. certain extent. Yeah, go ahead and talk for a second, Brad. I got to step up from the computer. So I'm going to give you the floor, which I know you love so much. Wow. So do your thing. I will be back in two seconds, sir. Well, you, you do that. 
Uh, so <laughs> while Mike goes on a little potty break, uh, <laughs> we will uh, keep on going with this. So, um, yeah, a lot of the classic 90s shows uh, did have some really uh, difficult times trying to keep their uh, syndication options available. Um, you can look at Darkwing Duck uh, that came in at three seasons, 91 episodes. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, three seasons, 65 episodes. Even Goof Troop, as popular as it was with its two movies, only got two seasons and 78 episodes. Um, so it, it's easy to look at Disney and say that, oh, Disney's the bad guy here, and you're not going to get a lot of argument. Exactly. But Nickelodeon, by far, is the bigger culprit. Uh, Nickelodeon has way more instances of three season and between 50 and 60 episode cutoffs. Um, you have, uh, with Nickelodeon, Danny Phantom came in with three seasons, 53 episodes. Even uh, The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron, three seasons, 52 episodes. Uh, yep. Shows that were as popular uh, as they were for live action, like Zoe 101 and Victorious, both mm -hmm. got four seasons, but they only came in at 61 and 57 episodes, respectively. Uh, you had to have some of those shows had a, And one of those shows had a... Had, one of those shows had a Spears... And the exactly. lead role. And it oh, didn't exactly. make it. <laughs> you had to be phenomenally popular to break Nickelodeon's hold. Like, Rugrats made it nine seasons, 172 episodes. The Fairly Odd Parents, ten seasons, 172 episodes. So, Which is funny because of all the crossovers that Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron did. Exactly. But, and one of them made syndication and one of them didn't. Yeah. No, Nickelodeon is much more notorious for that. And don't don't even bother trying to look up any of the live-action uh, game shows from Nickelodeon from the 90s. None of them made syndication. It didn't matter how popular they uh, were. And even, even look at... Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. That uh, has That's the had, one that I was going to say, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, an attempt at a classic reboot, a, an attempt at mm -hmm. a movie, and now is going to be having a CW reboot for adults. Um, something like that that has that kind of nostalgic staying power. Uh, even then, the original show... I'll go back and double check. I don't think it made syndication officially. It it didn't, but I think if I remember right, it had over a hundred episodes. Let's. I'm see actually here. looking it up right now. It, but the because big... game shows, they would just crank episode out after episode after episode out. Okay, so they it didn't was, really yeah, follow they, the three seasons, 120 episodes. But right. the thing with game shows is you had a lot fewer people that needed to be uh, given that additional royalty check. You know, unlike yeah. a, a scripted show uh, where you have actors, you have uh, multiple directors, multiple producers. Uh, a game yep. show, you have a host, you have mm -hmm. uh, a handful of on-screen talent that are consistent, uh, and then you have 
a consistent director and producer, and the rest of uh, everybody else involved is going to be, you know, extras or uh, non-royalty earning uh, staff. And it, it's a lot easier to be able to justify those going longer runs, but even then, it's not really getting the kind of respect off-network that it could have. No. But you want to talk no. about a show that had like massive cultural impact for a very specific generation, but did not get syndication. Uh, let's go back for half a second to the monster that is Disney and just say Gravity Falls. Two seasons, 40 episodes. <sighs> they didn't even make Such the 50 amazing... episode mark. Well, that one's a little different depending on who you talk to because the creator said that he wrapped up the story that he wanted to tell and just decided to end the show when he ended it. Which now I don't know if sure. that's I don't know if that's him being completely honest or if that's him trying to play nice with the mouse. We're not we're not really a hundred percent sure. Yeah. But no but it, it, that, it gets to an interesting point. How much but, of the stories that we get told it's always questionable about how much of these stories about, oh, it was an amicable end versus not. Right. You have to remember politics are always being played with a lot of these answers and explanations. So unless you oh, have absolutely. somebody who just either doesn't give a fuck or they are so popular, there's no way they're going to get a retribution from the network. Uh, no matter what they say, you're not going to be getting wholly uncensored truthful answers most of the time no and then you also have to keep in mind too is you know keeping working relationships with these studios because hey you may have pulled the plug on this show but you know like um one of the ones that i always find super interesting is joss whedon because of how they did firefly airing episodes out of sequence and dumping it on a Friday night instead of keeping it on its original. I think it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, like 7 p.m. primetime time slot, yeah. or I guess 8 p.m. on the East Coast. Um, and like that dude, in terms of playing it the way you're supposed to, like completely and totally didn't shit on Fox, which, I mean, it's it's Fox. You have every right to, let's be 100% honest. Sure. Um, and what, about a decade ish later maybe even a little bit longer you've got dollhouse that that air, like I, that aired on fox which i will be honest with you man i never thought joss whedon would ever do another anything with fox after what happened oh, with sure. firefly sure um, so yeah no and that, that go goes back, into a whole oh, different God. side of studio fuckery that we will be touching on later yes but in terms of the syndication like you're right like there are there are numerous cartoons from like our childhood like you mentioned several of them danny phantom being one of my favorites um where like they pulled the plug on it and they would always cite like oh the production was too expensive hmm. like well th this is one of your highest rated shows i guess my question would be is is how expensive is the production if it's pulling in its weight in terms of viewership and whatnot yeah, and then you have 
And then you have shows, again, like Danny Phantom, which were supposed to get a fourth season that was advertised to have a fourth season that never happened. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times has sus- how many times has stuff like that happened? Oh, sure. I mean, hell, uh, even getting away from those uh, specifically child uh, and family-focused uh, shows, uh, you can look over at even uh, popular sci-fi shows like Quantum Leap and see, yeah, it yep. made five seasons, but they cut it off at 97 episodes. And while, yes, the final season had some really difficult times keeping ratings up, when you're that mm-hmm. close to the 100-episode mark and the network just says, eh, it's not worth three more episodes. Especially, especially with how the show ended. <laughs> yeah, no, it, like the show that, ended on the show ended on a cliffhanger. Well, there there are so many uh, classic sci-fi shows from the '80s, '90s, and even early 2000s that got that treatment that uh, would yep. come so close to perfect syndication numbers, uh, and just didn't get it. And Every yep. time, it was either cited as, quote, ratings issues or as production, production cost, cost issues, which yep. production cost, I can understand to a certain extent, but if you're already talking about cheesy B-movie style uh, effects anyway, there are always ways to cut back on uh, the expense. And if you're talking about shows that are uh, getting ratings issues, we all know that marketing can be fixed. You can target yep. marketing to bring a very specific core demographic in and get their loyalty. And in fact, for a lot of the shows that got canceled well before their time, going back to general studio fuckery, if you are not marketing a, sh- uh, a good show correctly or you keep moving their time slot around, then you're intentionally making it difficult to uh, let the intended audience find the show in the first place. So it becomes a a whole different issue. And once again, we will talk about that in another episode. Yes, very much so. So. Um, But yeah, it's, it's so funny that like, you could make a network, you could make several networks, with the number of shows that have been canceled due to reasons, air quotes, mm. like just from Disney alone. Yeah. Like it's it's so like because cause Disney had the formula. No more than 65 episodes. It's done. We replace it with something else. If that one hits, awesome. 65 episodes, it's done. We replace it with something else. Mm-hmm. Or, well, shit, that one didn't work that we replaced it with. Let's try this one instead. Let's yeah. try this one instead. What about this one? Oh, you know what? This one's getting half the ratings that the last one did, but the ratings that the last one was pulling in was a bit of a juggernaut. So, you know what? Yeah, we can warrant 65 episodes out of this one. And now that streaming services have become the new thing for uh, shows, experimenting uh, options have gone through the roof, but now syndication is no longer a concern. So uh, you're seeing more random cancellations of shows uh, that are happening uh, that 
you know it's not because of syndication issues, it's because of a lot of other behind-the-scenes problems that really uh, need to be examined. And that, once again, whole different issue, still talking about studio right. fuckery, but it's, it's a different issue entirely. In fact, there have been many much better educated people in the area of streaming rights than us that have done very solid video essays on the issues behind streaming platforms and the revolving door of shows uh, that come through them and why that is. Uh, so feel well, free to shit. go and check those out anytime you want. We, we will absolutely encourage you to do that but at some point we will be talking about that as well because there's just there's always so much stuff to talk about there you can never cover it all in one uh one show <laughs> shit look at all of the shows that netflix has canceled that have been original series <sighs> I, I try some not of to them think about that I'm, I'm still hurting from a few of them yeah i was about to say some of them deserved it Let's be honest, some of them, their streaming numbers were low. Some yeah. of them, their streaming numbers were really low. Some of them had a first season that was very good, if not very great, and didn't even get a second season. Yeah. And let, let's not even try talking about Amazon. <laughs> uh, I still haven't forgiven them yeah, for the tick. No kidding. I, I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, I fucking loved the tick. I loved the original cartoon. I loved the original animated show, as cheesy as that was. It was just amazing. Uh, and the Amazon iteration of it was so damn good. And yet... Yep. <laughs> uh, they canceled it after two seasons that got solid ratings. The second season... <laughs> They actually uh, spent most of the season making bureaucratic paperwork funny. Do you have any idea yep. how fucking hard that is? <laughs> it's that, not easy, if that's what you're asking. You you had some insanely talented people on that one. I I, I can I don't think I'm ever going to be able to forgive them for that. But I, I digress. <laughs> he says as he you know, is ordering stuff from Amazon right now and using his Prime to have it shipped to the house. <laughs> I mean, they're fucking cheap, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, I, I, we could honestly keep talking about this and, and all of the TV shows that were scorned by networks for uh, in, in order to screw them out of syndication rights uh, all day long at this point because just looking at the shows that this happened to from the late 80s till now, the, yep. the graveyard of shows that you'd be looking at would be daunting. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty goddamn ridiculous. Let's just be a hundred percent. In fact, it's worse than ridiculous. It is recoculous. Yeah. But not ridiculousness. No, because that one's still going strong. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> 
But with that, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We do appreciate it. Uh, like we said, we are back uh, properly. Uh, we will be coming back with more uh, of your favorite topics. Definitely more of this. Uh, more of all the other great stuff. And of course, we are in the process of lining up even more fresh live interviews for y'all to be able to enjoy. So just keep an eye out for all of those announcements. And once again, do not forget... If you want to check out more of our content, you can uh, see the videos of our interviews and live shows over on YouTube and Facebook. And you can check out the audio from our interviews, live shows, and uh, audio exclusive podcasts uh, here on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, I'm Brad. That's Mike. We're Dallas Geek. And see ya. Love you.